my favorite quotes is by Aristotle, and the quote is, Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. I found this quote later in life, but had realized that somehow I had been able to innately tap into my strong, intuitive guidance that has led me through life since I can remember. Let me clarify that even though I was able to hear this guidance, I didn't always know how to follow it because so many other traits were taught to me, like self-doubt, fear, worry, and unfortunately having to take the long road to understanding my own self-worth. I've been incredibly fortunate for the times that I did follow my intuition in life, especially regarding my career. At a young age, I had the freedom to do what I wanted and pursue my interests. I was fascinated by dreams and symbols and went into an art program and graduated with a degree to become a professional creative, where I fully developed the blend of intuitive skills with business and got paid well for it. For a long time, even in the beginning years of my creative career, I always wanted to help humanity in a deeper way, and it took some time to learn about myself on an intimate level and who I wanted to be in the world. I've always been the one in the group that people want to confide in and ask for advice on a regular basis. And the one thing of the many things that would come up often was when someone was trying to figure out their life purpose. For me, it was simply to follow what lights you up and to trust in the process of being led by your intuition and your guides. Easier said than done, I know. And the unknown is always a bit scary to take a leap of faith. But every time, and I mean every time, I go through an experience that leads me to the next, I can look back and see how these were all stepping stones along the path. Even if they felt like a failure, it wasn't. It's only a failure when you don't move, and even that has a beautiful lesson in it. Religious and spiritual pursuits and topics have always fascinated me for my own personal growth and how we are innately driven by one thought, one idea, one concept that can change our life in an instant. One new perspective that makes us look at the world in a different way that can change us is so powerful. So how did I become a healer? Luckily, the road to being a healer was meandering, but not long. I had been studying energy healing and energy medicine, among so many other healing and health topics for years. I was fascinated with how energy moves in our bodies and the correlation between the mind, body, and spirit connection that we've started to revitalize and bring a modern take on ancient practices from many different cultures. I'm one of the lucky healers as I didn't have to go down the road of illness to listen for a calling and be brought to a place of investigation to heal. I ferociously followed my interest and let my intuition guide me every step of the way. Then one day it happened. I was in the middle of building two businesses, because one clearly isn't enough, and I had a calling during a morning prayer service to be a healer and my soul had no hesitation to saying yes. My ego, on the other hand, was not quite happy because of the responsibility that now laid in front of me. This, however, took me some time to digest. I had to come to terms with where I was in life and what I really wanted to do. 
and it wasn't doing design work anymore. Even though I loved being a creative and I still do, it was really healing those around me. That was the true calling. So one morning I had my tarot cards out and I was doing my morning rituals and I asked spirit for guidance and I pulled out a deceit card with this ominous looking character on it and I sat there with it. First, of course, thinking the usual suspects uh, that could possibly have betrayed me. And then it hit me, like a ton of bricks. I had been betraying myself by pushing off my calling to a later date, as if spirit would be okay with that. Yes, thank you for the calling. I'll see you in 20 years, was not part of the plan. That morning, I came to the clear realization that I had to find a way no matter what, to pursue it, even though I had made a very big commitment to do something else. Within two months of that day, my entire world shifted and came crumbling down. All that I had built with these companies was put to the side, and I was free to pursue my healer journey. At the time, it felt like all that work I had done was a big failure and waste of time. But now looking back, it was one of the best things that could have happened to me. To have had both the experience of building those businesses and also letting them go. The funny thing about intuition and this new calling was the simplicity of it. It took me years to research and investigate what kind of healer I wanted to be and where I would be needed the most. And the reality was, and still is, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And I say that because this path is a co-creation between me and spirit. As long as I'm following and fulfilling my higher purpose, the details are up to me and what would ultimately bring me the most joy. So here I am, having now spent so many years studying and training to be an intuitive healer, where I can help clients in so many interesting ways move forward in life, to encourage them to find their intuitive voice and help shift out of old mindsets with love and transition into a healthier and more authentic version of themselves. We are so beautifully and intricately designed creatures that need constant tune-ups and care. We're always evolving into better versions of ourselves, and we should be teaching how to be gentle to ourselves as we grow and expand into life. It's been the driving force in building my practice wisdom healings to help those who struggle with understanding how to get what they really want in life and for those who want to transform into who they really are but fear the unknown. The work I do is humbling to hold sacred space and build trust with my clients as they vulnerably move through these stages. We're taught at such a young age a certain way to think and feel about ourselves in the world, and as we get older, Those beliefs may actually cause conflict and get physically stuck in our body and cause illness. These beliefs and mindsets shape how we perceive ourselves and the world around us and can hold us back out of fear from pursuing our dreams. When we can recognize that something isn't working and reach out for assistance, I get to guide and watch this range of movement from stepping out of the old and into the new. Energy healing is an amazing modality that can also shift the natural rhythms and create balance and harmony in the body. 
Physical disturbances can neutralize, ground, and center to boost the vibrational frequency within the body to a healthier state. All of the work I do these days is virtual. I'm very lucky. And I've had clients all over the world that have felt a shift even just after one session. I'm also blessed that intuitive guidance comes through as messages, symbols, and metaphors to offer even more insight into my client situations to help add clarity and help them move forward. Blending these modalities of intuitive energy healing and mindset work have been so inspiring to see clients light up afterwards by the connections we can make through their own personal experience, through the insights that come through, and how we can process through the veil of the unknown this information and use it to advance in our everyday lives. This work is profound, and I'm so excited on where we can go with health and wellness when we bring our intuition and energy healing together. When we continue to build a knowledge bank of ourselves on a regular basis, we deepen our wisdom. It's been a goal of mine to teach and create a type of wellness physician that really looks at this early spectrum of health and give people the tools to know how to trust themselves and their intuition as a guide through life. Most of our illnesses can be traced back to antiquated belief systems given to us that are in true conflict with our natural tendencies. It's unnecessary and we need to have a better understanding of how powerful we are in co-creating the life that we see fit for ourselves at every stage of being. My name is Dina Ray and it's a humbling experience to share my story and the work I do at Wisdom Healings. This has been such a great opportunity to reflect again on my journey and how all of these pieces fit together in life. I hope that one day we can shift the way we view health and wellness and we lead from our own authentic empowerment and not from generational wounds. Thank you so much for having me here and listening to my story. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.